Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrantz and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hi, this is John, and welcome to the Dash Radio. And here with John is Bob, the tax guy. And tonight, it gets to be us that get to play with you as Peter and Don are on their way to Texas to participate in a conference that's there. And they've asked us to fill in this evening. And of course, John and I are both looking forward to this. It's kind of nice to be out of parental control and have some fun. And so, for one, we picked one. Yeah, that's. We picked some some items to discuss that I think will be very applicable and enjoyable for everybody. Uh, before before we get started, just a little bit of background. John, you know, is is a young soul compared to some of us old folks that have been around for a while, but he does have that entrepreneurial spirit. And uh, gee, I wonder where he got that from. And uh, he's already shared about you know some of the businesses ideas that he's got, and he's looking at the things he wants to do for the future as he's embracing the possibilities of what his life could be. And, of course, with his mom standing there beside him saying, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, odds are he's going to be very successful. And so I'm delighted to have him on the show tonight. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. We will have some fun. Now, I got the opportunity to speak with Peter on our show on Tuesday and I told you that tonight we're going to talk about a topic that I really enjoy. And I've had the opportunity to, to travel and speak at different seminars all over the United States, primarily about taxes, which because I'm the tax guy. But tonight I'm going to talk about something that, that kind of makes things make sense. Now, in the past, I've talked a lot about the choice of whether to have a business or not. A business or not. And, of course, Peter, he's got his mind and his, his, his verbiage of your nuts if you haven't got some kind of a home-based business to play in. And I have to agree with him. It, there is so many advantages in playing the game and being an entrepreneur that it almost seems impossible to imagine what it would be like not to be playing the game. Um. Now, John, at your age, I don't know if you, you know, how many jobs you've ever had, but if you go, if you go back and take a look, what is it like to be an employee? Well, I mean, every day doing something that you don't necessarily want to do but have to do. I mean, you gotta have money. You know, it kind of makes the world world spin. Um, you do anything like anywhere from. Uh, our groundskeeping at a golf course or flipping burgers at McDonald's or, uh, you know, just sweeping the halls of the school. I mean, it's not a lot of fun, but you gotta kind of got to do it and, and until you, you know, do something about it. It's not, it's not going to change. You know, it's interesting. I, I did some studies on, on employees and businesses in America. And, of course, Walmart, which we've talked about in the past, is one of the largest employers. But what I didn't know is that you know that one out of eight Americans has worked at McDonald's at one time or another? Wow. Now, and that is an amazing amount. But uh, McDonald's has also created its own college and moved the people up within their own ranks and had them take over stores and all that kind of stuff. They've got their own system put together. And it does spawn an, an, you know, an entrepreneurial idea as people move up through their their ladders within the system that they've created. But what most people don't realize is once they get into the mode of an employee, oftentimes people get stuck. Mm -hmm. It's hard to get out. And every morning, yeah, you wake up in the morning and you say, okay, today's my day and I'm going to work. Mm -hmm. Now, you can say that with joy or you can say that with, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm going to work. You know, and it's a have to instead of a get to. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really look forward to it. No, and Um, don't look forward to it. 
And it, it, just like you said, you're doing it because you've got to have the money because that's what makes the world go around. And it's true if that's how you see things and it's only the money that seems to be the focus. And so we have this mindset of lack, which I know we've talked about in the past, and we have this mindset of, I'm not worthy of, I can't do it. You know, my mom and dad has always told me, no, I can't do this, I can't do that. And you come into a relationship, and you may have one partner in the relationship who is, uh, you know, worried about money all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, and the bills, and all the time, and all the time, all the time. And the other partner is doing the best they can to satisfy that. And if they can't seem like they're getting anywhere, it becomes discouraged and we end up having battles and divorces. And it has to do with money. And so you take a look at the divorce rate and you find that one of the biggest sources and problems is money. But that's because we have a tendency to set ourselves up to fail if we look at life only from money. Only from money. Right. So what I want to show you tonight, and I titled this thing called Choose Easy. Now, that big red button, they've got it stapled. Remember seeing those on the ads? Yeah, I the love that button. red button, the easy <laughs> button. Bang, just hit that easy button, okay, and choose yep. to go on from there. And so tonight, I'm going to go over ten different Choose Easy items when it comes to having your business. So feel free to grab a pencil and a paper, and I'm going to go over each one of these slowly. We've got nearly an hour for us to be able to con- you know, go through these things, and uh, we're going to take some time and explore some ways to look at things. Now, each one of these topics I'm going to introduce with the word choose. Now, I use the word choose because it's different than the word decide. Now, how would you see the difference between the two? Um, well, you can choose to not go anywhere from McDonald's. I mean, well, not McDonald's, but like just a regular employee state of mind, or you can decide to do something about it and mm-hmm. better yourself. You know, that, and that's a good way to take a look at it, because if you take the word decide and you take the last four letters – and what other words seem to be, you know, have those those four letters at the end? Well, let's see. There's, hmm, suicide. There's homicide. There's pesticide. There's genocide. Okay? And yeah. essentially, when you decide, there's a death somewhere. And that usually means what you're doing is you're balancing out something and you're denying yourself something you're denying yourself something versus choose now it's really interesting is that if i take things and i balance them out and i and i love to word, use the word analyze if i analyze something to death okay and i and i look at something and i look at something and i look at something and i keep trying to balance it out so i can decide okay this one's going to win this one's going to lose that ongoing battle that's inside, which is part of our ego thinking, and someday we'll go into great details on that one, but, but it is the thing that takes the time, it takes the spirit, it takes the joy out of everything, having to decide. And when you're trying to balance out all these different things and you're trying to decide, 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 you're taking all the joy out of things. And so if you were to set aside all of the preconceived fears that you have and were to just choose by what you feel. By what you feel. Okay, for example, um, McDonald's. We talked about McDonald's, okay? If you go to McDonald's and you have a choice between a vanilla and a chocolate milkshake and you say choose, well, and then you'd, you'd have to detail why you chose it. Well, a lot of people go into, well, I've, I've had vanilla a lot, and I like that. But my wife, she likes chocolate, and so I should probably get chocolate because that's what she likes. And, that's what, and you go through all these different things. Instead of just saying, look inside and say, hmm, chocolate sounds good. I'll, I'll choose chocolate. I will choose chocolate. Now, is there a death in that? No. No, not really. 
You just felt something and you chose it. And there's a huge difference, guys. There's a huge difference in choosing to live it versus deciding. Go ahead. John, were you going to say something? Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay. All right. So tonight I'm going to talk about some choosing. We're going to make some choosing, okay? And when people take a look at the choice of do I want to have a home-based business? Do I want to have the opportunity to create a life instead of a slavery? Do I want to have the ability or choose to have more time? Do I want to choose to have more income? Do I want to choose these things? And so when you get down to looking at it, instead of trying to balance it out and figure it out, just go by what you feel and choose. Now, it's interesting when people come to me and they say, okay, Bob, I understand. I I need to get a home-based business. I'm going to do this, but I I don't know whether I'm going to do Amway or if I'm going to do Mary Kay or if I'm going to do this or if I'm going to do that. I'm doing it. And one more time, it's a decide situation. And what I tell people all the time is choose what you like. Don't look at the parameters all the way around it. What, what the accessibility is, what the marketing looks like, what's going to be you know, favorable for the neighbors or your society or whatever. Don't do that. Choose what you like. Choose something you're experienced with. Choose something you have a passion about. Choose something that you can devote yourself into and get enrolled into playing with it and enjoying it. And that is the number one Of all the choices to make, choose what you like, what you have a passion for. Because if you don't, then your entrepreneur experience is not going to be good. It will become a have to instead of a get to. And that's not what you're going to want. You want to have the pleasure, the passion, the bliss of having chosen something that you can be passionate about. So number one, choose something that you can feel and that flips your switch. Not because somebody else said to do it, but because you feel it. Go ahead, John. No, I was agreeing with you totally. I mean, you have to choose something that you like. Choosing something you don't like will go back into deciding. Exactly. Exactly. John, what's your passion? My passion is video games. Video games. Now, if John says, okay, I'm going to go get my my degree in computer graphics, and I'm going to start designing video games, how many people in America would say, oh, dang, I want to do that? (laughs) Probably a lot. A lot. How many are willing, though, to step out of their fears and choose it and do it? That number drops dramatically. Tremendously. And it's because we have all these fears. And so when you choose, if you if you pick your passion, you'll have the drive, the motivation to stay in it and keep going. And that has to be number one in all the things you look at before you step into having a business. Choose something you can be passionate about. Otherwise, you're wasting your time, your money, your effort, your future. Now, Absolutely. on that note, my friend, I think it's time for our first advertisement. I think it is, too. We'll be right back. Do you run a home-based business? Are you looking under every rock for your next superstar diamond in the rough? Are you looking for leads in all the wrong places? Look no more. If you're a seasoned entrepreneur, you know you need the right tools in place to run your online business effectively. If you're brand new at your business and you are looking for top-notch training that will take you and your sales team to the next level? For email marketing, autoresponders, lead management systems, and more, Network Leads is what you need to prospect, communicate, manage, and support your customers and sales organizations. Just go to www.networkleads.com forward slash the dash radio and register for your free lead management system today. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronx and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. 
To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now, back to the show. Hi, welcome back to The Dash Radio. You're here with John Wright and Bob Adams. We're talking about choosing easy. Choosing easy. Choosing easy. You know, it, it's, I, I intentionally spent the first 15 minutes just talking about choosing the business you want to play in. And I'm going to use the word play one more time because, quite frankly, when you have something that you're passionate about, it is playing. It's absolutely playing. And so focus on what it is that you feel. Choose it. All right, number two. You're going to choose how much you're going to participate. Now, this is kind of interesting because a lot of people say, well, what about the sense of lack you're talking about? That's not it. That's not it. When you choose to say, okay, I am going to participate to this amount because I'm going into this venture and I'm going to make it work, I'm going to put this amount into it. Now, when I say this amount, for example, if you get yourself involved into an MLM and they have X number of dollars to get you started into this thing and you feel comfortable in in pursuing your dream with that amount, choose that amount. Now, once you choose it, it's much easier to say, okay, this is part of my dream, it's not a have to. I'm choosing this. And the passionate and putting that money out, instead of being a drag or a pain and a pull on your back wallet, actually becomes a choice. And it's a choice of joy. A choice of joy to be able to go in and participate. Now, when I say this, I'm also saying choose Okay, how much you're going to participate. So choose it. Define it. Write it down. Now, Tuesday, I talked about having a measuring stick. And it has to do with accounting. It has to do with taxes. It also has to do with how you energetically and spiritually connect to what you're doing. A measuring stick defines where you are and where you're going. So when you choose to say, I'm going to put this much money or this much effort into this project, you define a measurement. The measurement is going to give you the assistance to qualify where you are and where you're going. So feel free to say, okay, I'm going to choose this, and I'm going to choose to put this number of of money into it, and that's what I'm going to do. Do it without grievance. Do it without fear. Do it without pain. Choose it. Choose it. Okay? The next thing we're going to do is we're going to choose how much time you're going to put into it. Now, that's kind of interesting because a lot of people will come back and they'll say, well, you know, what are the determining factors, whether it's a business or a hobby? Well, I can tell you it's 45 minutes a day. Okay, That's how much the IRS looks at it and says, do you participate? Do you have the intention to make a profit? Do you have a record? Do you have a business entity? Do you have a bank account? Do you have a business plan? All right. Now, we can. what I'm sharing with you is to choose... Choose what your participation is going to be. Now, am I defining and saying absolutely you have to choose to make it into a business? Well, kind of. If you want to take the full benefits of the opportunities that have to do with you know, tax reduction concepts, but you also can choose to participate at any level you want and convert as time goes on. Any idea how many people come to me with a hobby and I say, why aren't you doing this as a business? And they look at me dumbfounded, and they say, well, because I just never thought about it. <laughs> I just never thought about it. I never thought about it. And when I, when I have people who are doing, oh, crafty stuff or photography or other types of things, and they're actually passionately participating, all right, and they're putting in the amount of time, all they have to do is convert their thinking and say, okay, well, I'm taking my passion, and now I'm going to create my whole career around it. And they can do it. But they have to choose. They have to choose the time that they're going to participate. Now, here's the next one. This was kind of fun, too. And I, I could spend hours on this particular one. And this has to do with choose where and how you're going to do your business. Now, 
a lot of people will look at a business or going into business and say, well, you know, bricks and mortar. I got to have some kind of a location, 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 you know, in order to make it work. And if you were trying to do or were doing a restaurant or were doing some kind of, a, of an outlet store, then, yeah, you would have to have a storefront of some kind. But does that mean that you have to? Do you have any idea of how Bill Gates started? Do you know, John? I believe it was in his garage. It was in his garage. It just isn't in the garage. That's where he started at. And how yeah. old was he? Do you know? Um, I'm going to guess in his late teens. Yep, 17. 17. Okay. In the garage. And then look where that dream went. And it was a passion. <laughs> he had a passion. And he took it and he ran with it. Okay? And it was the peak moment for all these things to unfold. All righty? And so what I tell people is when they're, when they're getting ready to start their own business, okay, choose something you like. Choose how much you're going to participate. Choose how much time you're going to put into it. Choose where you're going to work and how you're going to do it. Now, I prefer and I encourage people to have a business they can run out of their home. Now, why would you think I would encourage that? Um, it's the, I mean, it's your home. It's the place you feel safest, and I guess that would, you know, knock out some of the nerves you got from starting your own business and, to begin with. I mean, it's a big that's, job. That's true. And what else? I mean, the overhead. Yeah, I mean, you're paying the you're rent paying no matter, bills. yeah, no matter what. You're going to pay for the same bills. Right. Okay? you got to keep the roof over the head. you got to have the utilities. All these things you've already got. You already, most people have already got Internet. Most people have already right. got computers. Okay? So what I always tell people is that take a look at the assets you already have and how can you make those work for you. Yes, I have this wonderful TV that I love to watch. Okay? Well, what would happen if you did something that would accommodate a business introduction there? What if you used that portion of that room as a training room? What if you used it as an introductory spot for sales? Well, then your home becomes a tax deduction, doesn't it? It does. That room, that TV, the Internet, all kinds of things become tax deductible. You know, I've talked about so many times, Congress has created the way for us to succeed as entrepreneurs in America. All you have to do is play the game. Well, what I'm sharing with you now is choose easy. Choose to use your home. The other thing I right. invite people to do is, go ahead. No, I was, yeah, choose yeah. to use what you already have. I mean, why pay for more? Why double exactly. the time? Now, part of, playing, part of playing the game as far as the IRS is concerned is if you want to be able to take full advantage of all those things, you need to have a defined space that is for business only. Now, in some cases, it's a bedroom. Most people have a bedroom that they set aside, okay, and they say, this is where I'm functioning from. They may have the garage. They may have a portion of the basement. They may have... You know, as I've even seen people in closets, okay, and define this is my workspace, and they measured off the square footage, and we figured out everything for the house, and that's how we did it, okay. But you want to define and say. Now, one of the advantages to having a place in your house is that you just define where, and the next thing you're going to do is define the how. So when I choose to do my business. I choose where I'm going to do it, and I choose how I'm going to do it. The how could be 4 o'clock in the morning, which seems to work best for me to get up and do taxes at that time, because the house is quiet. My mind is fresh. I can do things without phone calls, and it, just, it works fine. For other people, it may be the evening. It may be when they come home for lunch. It may be all kinds of types of time, but set the time to say, okay, I am now going to do this and make it work for you instead of it working you, okay? Make it work for you. You get to choose easy. Choose how and where you're going to make your business work, okay? Now, the next one, which I think is really fun, particularly in a, in a family, because one of the biggest items I always push for tax breaks is having a family unit doing the business. Now, John, I believe, grew up that way. 
<laughs> Pretty much. I, <laughs> I heard the conversations from your mom when you walk through the door and she wags the finger saying, I'm on the phone. Okay. Oh, I grew up with that. Yep. <laughs> yep. But in that space, in that space, you were also given the opportunity to participate. Now, I know that John is helping with the Dash Radio. He's bringing his talents into the into the computer side of it and participating in it. Now, what's really cool is as you start creating your passion, and that's all you're doing, you're creating your passion, and you invite, and I'll use the word enroll, people in your family to come participate in your passion and in your dream, they learn things. They learn. They learn and they begin to see and feel a greater fulfillment about themselves because you're teaching them. You're showing them that you're living a life that you want. So when you choose to have your children participate, choose to show them responsibility. Say, okay, you are eight years old, my son. What can you do in our business? Well, you can take care of the garbage. He can, you know, do some of the filing, maybe. He can uh, wash the car. He can do a variety of types of stuff that have to do with responsibilities attached to the business. Now, what happens is he gets paid for doing those jobs. Now, here's the other part that I love about this is because it is a choosing easy mechanism. You're paying your kids to participate. 100% deductible to you, non-taxable to them until they hit a certain point of income. <laughs> it's a wonderful way to make things happen. And the other part is that when you choose who is participating in your business, you also get to participate telling them what their jobs are. This is your responsibility. It is your accountability to do this job. When they do that job, they get a sense of fulfillment. They get a reward they get to see and feel the growing presence of a dream happening within the actual realm of their existence. It's wonderful. It really, truly is wonderful. And you get to choose easy because you have instant help. Now, sometimes people say, in my family, no way. My kids just argue and fight with me. And blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's fine. But does it have to be that way? No. Nope. You can choose to have it be different. It's entirely up to you. It's entirely up to you. So okay. the next next choose is, okay, the who and the what and what will be done. And when you have that, you'll have clarity. And with clarity comes unity. So as your children are doing their jobs, they get to be told what's happening. So, John, how many times did you hear from your mom all the stories and the events and the building of businesses? Ugh, thousands. Were those your bedtime stories? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. Little little things to think about while I'm at school. Come home and hear some more. <laughs> yes, but it, it gives yep. you the opportunity to see and to feel and to breathe it, to be it, to realize that there is so much more to life than just a J-O-B just over broke. Okay, now on that note... John, it's time to spin a record. That it is, and we will be right back. Savage Smokes is a new site on the scene dedicated to the trending electronic cigarette industry. If you are looking into e-cigs as an alternative to tobacco and have been disappointed by the ones you picked up at the gas station or you kept your money in your pocket because you didn't know which one to buy, head to SavageSmokes.com for honest and up-to-date electronic cigarette reviews on most e-cigs you see on the shelves. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show.
Welcome back. You're here listening to the Dash Radio, and on the line is John Wright and Bob Adams. And Bob is just changing phones because the other one died. <laughs> I was going to say, where'd you go? Here I am. Here I am. I'm not lost or anything. Okay, we're going to go on to the next one. Now, this one here is something that, of course, is near and dear to me, and it's my passion. It has to do with choosing an accounting system. Now, when we have a business, and I talked earlier about the measurement of success, are you moving forward? Are you staying where you're at? Are you going backwards? The only way to know what you're doing is by having an accounting system. Now, for a lot of people, that seems to be the biggest nightmare on earth, having to be accountable or keep track of everything. You know, particularly for guys who, you know, we're excited to go out and find things, we're excited to go out and create answers, fix problems, you know, or stand up there and market ourselves or whatever, but dang, to sit down and have to fill out all the bookkeeping crap, ah, not a joy, not a joy. <laughs> However, it is absolutely required. Now, on Tuesday, I talked about you were in a partnership. You started a business, you are in a partnership. And your partnership, of course, having a home-based business is with your family. It's also with the IRS. And the way the partnership works, because this government gives you the freedom to be able to write things off to prosper and perpetuate your business, you have to be accountable. Now, the bookkeeping for how you do things can be very, very simple, or it can be quite complicated. You can decide that for yourself. If you have a background and a degree in accounting, and you're very comfortable with great big you know, accounting programs, then for heaven's sakes, use what you're comfortable with. But if you're not, then choose easy. Now, I have a lot of clients older clients who don't have computers, who don't even know how to turn on a computer, who use column sheets. And <laughs> column sheets are simple. Okay? And it's just a, a series of, of lines going one way and down the other way, and in between you write all this information in. You have a date, you have an activity, you have an expense, you have an income. And you categorize your income and your expenses accordingly, and then you tally them up at the bottom of the page, and then you go to the next page and the next page and the next page, and at the end of the year, you have a final tally of all the pages, and there's your numbers for doing your taxes. Now, what's really fun for that is that it's not that hard. It really isn't that hard. And people who become disciplined in realizing that their measurement of their success has to do with their bookkeeping system find that just a few minutes a day, 10 minutes a week at the most, to sit down and post some information We'll give them what they need. One more time. What good is it to be in a ship that's just moving fast across the ocean and has no idea where it's going? You can't tell where you're at without a bookkeeping system of some kind. Then also, to qualify it for the IRS, you need a bookkeeping system. Now, in a moment, you're going to hear an ad for what counts. What counts is the accounting program that, that I've created for my business people. It's a simple, simple, stick-figured system of being able to record the date, the activity, the expenses, and the income. It's a simple. Now, I did it on a spreadsheet, and a lot of people will say, ah, I don't know anything about spreadsheets. It doesn't matter if you know about spreadsheets. <laughs> it makes yeah, no difference at all. I like that. This program is, is written so that everything is linked with a click, and that's all there is. The only thing the spreadsheet program does is give it the operating table to lay it out on and make it work. So if you have a computer with Excel, and or if you don't have Excel, the other program I like a lot is Kingsoft. Okay, so you can also you can also Bob write on Google. They have their like they have a, a full system of different types of stuff, including Google Docs, which is an Excel spreadsheet essentially. Yeah, it is. The only problem I found with it is that it doesn't maintain the links. Ah. And see, everything in the whole program is linked. It's the same thing with Open Office. Open Office is a free 
downloadable office stuff. It's got word processor. It's got spreadsheets. It's got a presentation package. However, I have found that the linking doesn't work within it. It um. does with Kingsoft. Kingsoft is identical to 2003 Excel. Same commands, same everything, and it functions beautifully, and it's free. Now, when you go to our website to get the software, we're now set up a link so you can download that program for free, okay, and be able to operate this, this, this system. Now, when I say what counts, one of the things you get to realize is that part of bookkeeping is having an education. Now, what we're trying, what we haven't trying, what we have done is we have made the learning of what's deductible simple, easy, alphabetically in order. There's a page that has 100 deductions. When you get to the table of contents, there's a, you just click right there. It says 100. You click on that. In each of those cells, and a cell is just a space that's defined on the page, when you put your cursor over it, there's a pop-up box, and it says, Advertising, if that's the one you're over, this is what advertising is, and it would include newspaper ads, it would include radio ads, it would include you know all these types of things that would include in, in advertising, and then it tells you where to put it in the accounting system. It's easy. If you take a moment and look at it, it'll give you an answer. And what's really cool is that as you start playing in this game, things become intuitive. You buy a product at the store that you're going to use for the business, and you don't know exactly where it goes, but after a while you just think, okay, I bought a book. It's going to teach me about this. Where would it go? I bought an item that I'm going to use in manufacturing something. Where would it go? And you'll get to playing the game so that as you go shopping, everything is tax deductible. You look at it that way. What can I get here and now this tax deductible. And the reason you want to do that is because then the travel becomes deductible. Now, what's really awesome about the program, what counts is that when you go in to post your payments or post your expenses, there's a button that says mileage. You click on it. It takes you to another page. And in that page, you post the date, where you went, and how many miles it was. Was it in business and charity or, or moving or medical? And then you can click on the button. Let's say you were in January and click it right back to January, and you go on with what you're doing. The purpose of it is to make it as easy as possible, as easy as possible. Okay, next. We're going to talk about choosing a business entity. Now, one more time. I could spend hours on this particular subject, but we're just going to choose easy. Now, when somebody says, okay, I'm going to hang a shingle out the front door, and this is what I'm doing, they define themselves to start out with as a sole proprietor. Now, what's fun is I don't spell sole, S-O-L-E. I spell it S-O-U-L. Because, quite frankly, stepping up and living the dream, my, my vision is, is the salvation of your soul gives you the opportunity to experience yourself in a whole new level that having a J-O-B doesn't offer. So a sole proprietor is a person who says, I have a business now, and I'm inviting you to come in and get my products or get my services, and I'll provide them to you in exchange for a price. And that's what I do. Sole proprietorships make up approximately, I'd say, 70% of the most businesses that are out there. And to stay in a sole proprietorship doesn't require anything particularly. If you live in a city, you may have to get a, a business license um, to have that functioning at your home where people come to your home. Um, but that's essentially it. You file it on your tax return on a Schedule C, which is how you report your businesses, and it goes underneath your Social Security number. And that's it. That's all. Now, if you are doing a business which has any liability postures at all, if you're doing something that could possibly get you in trouble, if there's the potential of what you're marketing could harm somebody, if there's the potential that you could do something that would be 
devastating to somebody somewhere somehow, then you would probably want to take a look at getting a different entity. Now, one of the most famous and easy-to-use entities is an LLC. Now, historically, LLC started in Europe back in the late 1800s. We didn't get them going here in the United States until about 1977, and it came out of Wyoming. LLCs essentially declare that the business is an entity unto itself. Therefore, only the assets of the entity are exposed for liabilities. Now, there can be one-member, multi-member LLCs. There can be corporate LLCs, S-corp corporations, you know, LLCs. An LLC essentially means limited liability company. Now, oftentimes I will highly encourage people, if they've got any kind of a business with endangerment to it at all, to set up a one-member LLC. The only thing that requires is signing it up with the state, registering it, paying that fee, and then paying an annual renewal fee, which can be 15 to $50, depending on which state you live in. And you still report on a Schedule C on your tax returns. You do not have to have an EIN unless you have employees. It's simple. It's simple. But the protection that it provides is awesome. It's a wonderful way of, of making sure you're doing things right. Now, the next entities after that are determined, and I always share with people, you make the money first, choose easy, and then go to different entities. Now, like I said earlier, I could spend hours talking about entities, and I'm not going to expand on that a great deal, except to say that as your business grows and you're seeing a net profit, you want to take a look at how can I structure this a, to offer me greater protection, but mostly, how can I reduce my taxation? Now, in multi-member LLCs, where I've had spouses own part of the company, they're not actively participating, so whatever the yield is that comes off for their portion of it isn't subject to self-employment tax. It saves 20% right off the top. When you get to the point where you're making serious money, you move it into an S-corporation. Draw payroll on yourself, the rest you receive is dividends. saves 20% across the top. Okay. C-Corps is when you're really making money. And that's a whole new ball game, as is trust, and we're not going to cover that today because that's not a choose-easy item. The choose-easy item right now is you're going to pick an easy entity, a sole proprietor, S-O-U-L, to get yourself started, and then possibly doing a one-member LLC to protect yourself. Now, the next thing we're going to do, we're going to spin records here in about two minutes, and I'm going to choose an easy one right here, and that is for this. Choose benefits that meet your dreams and cultivate your possibilities. When you build a business, don't look at just how much money can it make, but look at how can it accommodate my life. How can I accommodate travel deductions and incorporate my family? How can I accommodate having 100% medical write-off because I have my own business? How can I accommodate being able to re, you know, take so many mileage on my car because of what I'm doing? And how can I incorporate that into other travel things that I do? Look at your dream as the mode being facilitated through your business. There's nothing that's more fun being in a room full of people who are enthusiastically enrolled into what they're creating in their dream of a business and listen to the stories about, oh, and I did it this way, and I did it this way, and oh, I did this, and we went on this trip. All of the different things which are all part of cultivating the dream of being you and experiencing all of you. John, it's time, bro. All right, and we'll be right back after a short brief message. 
Are you in a rut about your taxes? No more with this simple template. Your business deserves the best, and so do you. Try our simple bookkeeping formula. You'll look organized, find your receipts, and you might even get a write-off. One thing is for sure, you'll thank us. Visit bit.ly forward slash the dash taxes. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash D-A-S-H taxes. You've been listening to the Dash Radio Show with hosts Don Wright DeBronce and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. And now... Back to the show. Welcome back. You're listening to the Dash Radio with John Wright and Bob Adams about choosing easy. Oh, how fun this is. How fun <laughs> this is. All right, we've only got two more items we're going to talk about that's going to choose easy. And um, th- these two I'm also very passionate about. In case you can't tell, I'm a passionate kind of guy. <laughs> One of the items that a lot of people who, when they step into the business and they start playing, they run into the old mom and dad naysayer of life, the accountant. Now, I don't know if you've ever had the experience of, wow, I am enrolled into what I'm creating and I'm being really successful with it. And you go into your accountant and you lay out all these things. You say, I can deduct this and this and this and this. And he says, no. Why are you doing this? You should be in a sole proprietorship because you want to pay Social Security taxes. Find the account. And they're out there. I can promise you. If you talk to people who are are enrolled into the same business you are and you go to a conference or whatever, ask them, what does your accountant say? What is he like? Now, something else that's really fun and that I invite people to do is when they're starting to play this game I said, all right, now go pick six accountants and interview them. Interview them. So you go and you you sit down with them and you have a conversation. You say, this is what I'm building. This is my dream. Now, what's interesting about bean counters is because (laughs) this business has a tendency to draw bean counters who love to look at bottom lines and they love numbers and they like to add them up and do different things with them but they don't necessarily have great imagination. And they may not have the personality that says, hey, I get your dream. I want to be a part of it. Not necessarily mean they want to participate in doing the same thing that you're doing, but they want to provide to you their skill and their knowledge, their energy, their enthusiasm for what you're creating. So you get to find an accountant who catches the dream. Now, what's really interesting is when you have an accountant that does this, when you call and they answer the phone and say say you're, you're their client, and they start with a smile and they start with how are things and then tell me about how you're doing and where are you going and have we looked at this. Now, what's the bottom line at now? Okay, And they start tax strategies with you. If an accountant does not talk tax strategies with you, you've got the wrong man or woman, as the case may be. Having a home-based business is not to fund the government. Having a home-based business is to give you the money because it's not theirs, it's yours. And tax strategies were given to us by Congress to populate and perpetuate Your dream. So having an accountant who is willing to take with you and take you by the hand and say, okay, let's go, let's go. And they have a set standard to say, okay, you are now at this point. We want to get to this point, and when we get to this point, we're going to change and do this. We're going to change entities now. Okay, Okay, we're going to do payroll. I'm going to help you with this. We'll get your EIN. We'll get the payroll system all set up. We'll handle it. We'll go from there. This is the type of accountant that you want. You don't want one and I don't mean to use the don't wants, but I have found that there are many accountants who are afraid. They are afraid. And they find their safety in playing with numbers instead of stepping up 
and saying, let's do more. So interview six accountants. And I mean that number, six. Do not do five. Do not do four. Do six. Listen to what they have to say. More importantly, listen to what you feel when you're in their presence. What do they offer you? What do they offer you? And do they get your dream? Because if you're sitting across the desk from some guy who's, who is all, t- all excited about, oh, I get another person coming through the door, and he's not asking you questions. He's only espousing how wonderful he is. No. They have to be interested in what you're doing, your dream, and are willing to participate and be a partner with you. I cannot overemphasize how important that is. You know, in my business, I get to look at tax returns, and it's an invitation to everybody. I'm inviting you. If you would like to have a free three-year review of your taxes, give me a call. Okay, and my number's in there on all the stuff. It's in the What Counts program. When I look at tax returns, I can usually tell within 15 seconds if I've got room to play. I can look at a Schedule C with the type of business that's being done, and I say, okay, why aren't you doing this, 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 and this? Because that's what I've done for 30 years. And there are some accounts that I have found that do the same thing. They're thorough in asking you questions. They're thorough in their tax planning and their strategies. They're thorough in providing you what you need to record the information to get it to them to make the tax returns work. But I'm also finding that about 70% of those don't. I have a client that I'm meeting with this evening. All right? For a long, long time, has had a very successful business. I mean, very successful. Left in a sole proprietorship. Paying sixteen to $20,000 a year extra that wasn't necessary. That could have been used for other types of retirement that would be of greater value and have a greater protection for their business. Why didn't somebody talk to them about that? So take a look at the people you're going to work with. Make sure they are enrolled into what you're doing and make sure you can feel that. That is important. Now, we're almost to the end of our time together. John? Yes, sir. We're going to take this this next topic and we're going to have some fun with it, okay? Because what I do on this one is I always like to close it out with choose to live your dream. (laughs) Now, I I asked you earlier what your dream is, and you were honest with me. You told me that right now this is what it looks like, but you were totally open to it being different. If you're comfortable, what is your dream? My dream? Mm-hmm. I'd love to be the, the big guy behind all the video games. You know, make the decisions about what the storyline's about or uh, how it's going to look, how it's going to feel, how the end user is going to play it. Just just be the guy. Okay. <laughs> so when you give yourself control. when you give yourself the gift of seeing that and feeling it, what goes on inside of you? I get a rush. You, yeah. Yeah. It's an experience, it isn't it? Yeah. It's, an, it's just like a wow. Yeah, that'd be awesome. It's a wow. And and then <laughs> a lot of people, and what most people do, which is really fascinating, is, yeah, 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 but. And then the yeah, buts go into play. And there's nothing that will kill a dream quicker than the yeah, buts. And the yeah, buts fit right in there with the decides of life. Not choosing, but allowing the fears and the programming of all those things that are the mystical dragons that want to get in your way of accomplishing what it is that you want. Now, a lot of people will say, it's crazy to run around thinking that you're going to maximize and take care of everything and be, you know, have all your dreams complete. Baloney. Baloney. You can. You can have it. You can have it all. You know, Peter is even more passionate than I am, and I'm pretty passionate, okay, is passionate because 
the name of this this blog radio is the dash. Do you know what the dash stands for? John, do you know what it is? Everything in between. It's, every, it's everything in it's everything in between. Everything in between what? Um, between you, you got me there. <laughs> between the moment you're born and the moment you die, it's the dash. And he got that from looking at his father's headstone and realizing there is nothing but a dash between those two dates. And this dash that we call life is our opportunity to experience who or what we are. Now we can choose, we can choose to experience our life enslaved to the fears, enslaved to a J-O-B just over broke. Or we can choose to have it all. Now lots of times when I say that, people roll their eyes you hear the sigh go through the crowd, and you always have this, and I call them turtles, people that are out there, they're, they're the Eeyores, you know, uh-huh, oh yeah, sure. And it's, and it's true, because that's exactly what they see and what they create. Because your life is your creation. It's your dash from the moment you're born to the moment you die. And it is your choices that make the dash short, long, lumpity-bumpity, great upheavals, great downfalls, or boring. Or boring. It's one thing about being in a hospital and you look at a heart monitor, okay? And it goes up and it goes down, and it goes up and it goes down, and it goes up and it goes down. And the good news is it's going up and it's going down because that's what life is. It's when it's straight that it's over. And it's done, and it's boring. So, my invitation to you, and I know you hear it from Don, I know you hear it from Peter, I know you heard it from John this evening. My invitation to you is choose. Choose. Choose to do your life. Choose to live it to the max. Choose to get the benefits that you want. Choose to create the unity in your family and with your spouse. Choose to have the type of money that you want. Choose it. Now, our topic tonight was choose easy. And some people say it's impossible to choose easy. No, it's not. It's easy to choose easy. What's hard is to decide. So let go of all of the yabbits. Let go of all the reasons why you can't. Let go of the limitations that you seem to think are there because they are nothing but imaginary dragons. And when you face them, you can be scared to death, but I promise you, you'll walk through them. So just give yourself this little gift. Our time is almost over. Give yourself this little gift. Before you go to bed tonight, Choose a thought. What would it be like? What would it be like to be living my passion? To have the money that would support my dreams and my family? To have the ability to do all the things that I want? (laughs) And possibly have them all be tax deductible. (laughs) What would happen to have that kind of a life? Go to bed on that and see what comes up in the morning when you wake up. You just never know. John, that's our time this evening, my friend. Gosh, I've enjoyed being with you. <laughs> it, was, it was a pleasure as all mine there, Bob. All right, well, we're going to we'll call it a night, again. folks. It is our right. time, and it is your time. It is your time to choose. It's your time to choose. So give yourself the gift and enjoy. John, good night. I'll talk to you again, my friend. All right. Good night, folks. Good night. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To get reminders for our live shows that happen every Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Click follow on the top of any show. Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com. For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Dash Radio. Again, thanks for spending some of your Dash with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.